Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. analysis with over 70 years combined experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's let's get right to it okay everybody it is the ryan and goodman podcast saying we're along for the ride a lot to do today jeff wasn't around for the post-trade talk He's got many thoughts, but first we have to tell you football is in the rearview mirror, but bet online, bet online still has you covered. Odds, scores, totals, player performance props. Who's going to be the next fired coach? I mean, you name it, you can bet on it with bet online. Bet online is basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to get you started. But online where the game starts. Okay, Bob last week talked about the big trades. Jeff wasn't here. Let's start with Harden goes to Philadelphia. Simmons and Curry come back from Philly to Brooklyn. Some other people involved, but those are the big ones. Uh, You knew this was coming down. You had an idea it was coming down, Jeff, from one of your former colleagues. And your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, listen... I wasn't all that surprised because Brian Windhorst was reporting it beforehand that the two sides were talking. I think this is something that probably both sides had to do, roll the dice. If you're Daryl Moore, you had to make a move because you didn't want to throw away the year with Joel Embiid playing as well as he is. And if you're the Nets, listen, Harden wanted out. That was clear. And you get a guy who's 25 years old who I know can't shoot, but if you have Kyrie and KD on the court, Ben Simmons doesn't really need to shoot. Now, the, the key is Kyrie here, right? I mean, obviously, he's, he's always going to be the key. But I think if you have a healthy body and mind Kyrie, a healthy body and mind KD, Ben Simmons is the perfect – I know Bob doesn't like him, but he's the perfect guy for those two, is not? Got a question. Um, <clears throat> I started, as I told Gary last week, Daryl Morey was right, and I, among others, was wrong. Uh, we were advising him all year, take 25 cents in a dollar, 50 cents in a dollar. Get it done. Get the guy out of there. He's you, not going to play for you. Get something. And he did. was holding out to get a high-profile player, which he got. My question is this. If we don't have this aberrational circumstance of James Harden concurrently wanting out of Brooklyn at the same time that Simmons is you know, yeah. doing his thing, 
does he ever get that deal made? How lucky is he, you think, Maury, that he has no control over what Harden's druthers are in, in Brooklyn, right, and that we know of. He just it just so happened that while his guy was sitting out for whatever reason, this Harden thing materialized, which wasn't a, it, it wasn't on the radar screen th- two months ago or three months ago, was it? No, I don't think so. So I'm just saying. He, he, he lucked out in that regard. He did. He absolutely lucked out, and, and, and it worked out for him. And now the big question is, again, is Harden a guy who's going to be able to revert back to what he was? Right? I mean, he looks old. He does. He looks old at this point. And now with the new rule changes, he's not able to get away with some of the same things he was uh, even as recently as last year. I don't trust James Harden anymore. I, I just – I don't trust him. I actually trust Ben Simmons – because he's 25 years old, he's a super athlete. I know he doesn't shoot the ball. I know there's some issues there, but people are acting like he's got mental health issues. There's no mental health issues with Ben Simmons. He just didn't want to play any more than Daryl Morey didn't want him on the team. So what's he going to say? Okay, but guys, Embiid is on fire. I mean, he had 40 points the other night. Philly's on a roll. Uh, Embiid's an MVP candidate. You know, does – I'll start with you, Bob. Does Harden screw things up with Philly? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought things were going very nicely for them. I thought that they had hit a groove. They had a chemistry. They had whatever. And, and I, I thought there was, you know, but Harden, in theory, you know, this guy's past performance, I sound like it was, we're talking about stock here, but it's kind of like that, right? It's his past performance uh, indicates that, that he's a high, high, high level player. People are, are talking about the possibility of a, a, a great pick and roll du- duo with, with he and, and, and uh, Embiid. Uh, impossible to guard, but that as but Jeff's already made an illusion. Is he the same guy? Even la- I mean, last year he fooled the hell out of me. Last year with how many assists, the way he was piling up assists, and and uh, but but this year he hasn't, you know, he's he's still averaging twenty two, but he's working hard for it. And I don't know, I don't know if he's going to screw them up um, at all. I, and in I, the playoffs I, last year, in the playoffs last year, he was hurt. Right when it mattered most, I just don't know how much we can trust. James Harden and Joel Embiid, two very injury-prone players. Mm. And that's why I think Maury made the right move, because you had to get something for Simmons. And as you say, yeah, you got an all-star. You did. I just don't know if you got an all-star who, who's going to have enough left in the tank and be on the court at 100% along with Joel Embiid when it matters most. But I, I listen, had to roll the dice. Sean Marks in Brooklyn had to roll the dice. I actually think the Nets got the better of the deal because they got a couple picks. They got a shooter. And and again, I think Ben Simmons, the other part here is Patty Mills is a guy that he's looked up to for years, okay, and known for years. If there's anybody that can maybe get to Ben Simmons and, and teach him maybe work ethic and culture and all of that, he didn't have anybody in Philly. You got to remember, Embiid and Ben Simmons grew up in the tanking era in Philly, right, with Sam Hinkie. Okay, we're approaching the second half of the season, guys. We're going to talk about the team that's under the radar and the team that no one trusts. Uh, Let's start with you, Jeff. Who's under the radar and who don't you trust for the second half? I mean, I'll start with who I don't trust, and that's Cleveland. I mean, again, they've done an incredible job. They're third in the league, but if I'm anybody – uh, you know, the Celtics, Toronto, whoever, Philly, I want to be playing Cleveland in the first round of the playoffs. 
and Darius Garland's been awesome. They've been really good this year, but ultimately I, I still don't trust them. Evan Mobley's been terrific. They've done a great job. Kobe Altman and Mike Ames have done a, a, a heck of a job there. Um, to me, they're the kind of overrated team that everybody I, I think wants to see. And I still, I haven't given up on the Lakers. I don't know if they can do it. They got to get healthy. But if somehow they're healthy, do you really want to see a team with a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis when it comes down to it? I I, I wouldn't. Mike, I'm writing them off. I, I'm, I, I do not believe it's going to happen. And 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 once again, you talk about injury prone. You know, will Anthony Davis be there when you need him? Uh, who knows? Uh, the uh, uh, the team that I think uh, is not. It's funny they're they're hanging around again. They're having a nice year again. Nobody pays any attention to them at all. As Utah, they just yeah. keep doing what they do. And 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 <laughs> um, I'm not also, a postseason believer. I'm just not a postseason believer in the Utah Jazz. No, no, but but I I, I can understand that. I'm just saying, but but they they may they they nobody takes them seriously. No, how about how about Memphis? Memphis is is playing almost 700 ball. That that's my team. That I is, love those guys. I mean, dude, I love those guys. Right now, man, I would go to Beale Street. I imagine going down, hanging out on Beale Street, getting some fried pickles at BB King's, and going to watch them play. I am all for that. That's an assignment I want. Yeah, well, that kid, you know, he's one, he's in the high uh, short list of people that you want to see play every night. There's no doubt that, that Morant has entered into that category. Uh, but um, I'm just trying to think of anybody else. I'm not sure. I, I want to like Chicago. I don't You're know scared. what. You're scared. You don't trust. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, guys, so the I, thing I, of it is, is I think at the, at the end of the day, you know, it's still going to be the Bucks. I think it's going to be Philly because I think Harden's going to be good enough and it's going to be the Suns and it's going to be the Warriors because all these other teams are great. I don't think I, I listen, man, if Memphis got in the finals, the NBA would, they'd, they'd hate it, but I would love it. And I know Bob would too. You still got to have the star. You know what I mean? You still got to have that for the, to be in the final four, you still got to have that star. Well, they, well, they got a star. Can, can Denver beat, uh, can Denver beat Memphis in the first round if they play each other? That's a good series, huh, Jeff? That's a good series. I mean, Bob, you think that's a good series? Yeah, I, I yeah. Well, of course, any, I'm, I'm a who, who can't be a Jokic fan, um, but I, I that it would be an interesting, interesting matchup. Can they? Yeah, of course they can. Hey, we're going to take a break now from the Ryan and Goodman pod. Don't worry, they have plenty more to say. It's a new year, and it's harder to find qualified people. Okay, that's when LinkedIn comes in. Now, especially for small businesses. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs is the place for you to go. They make it easy to find the people you want to talk to faster, and it's for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. It's why small businesses rated LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires for leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million people, 40 million job seekers go to LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash scribe. That's linkedin.com slash scribe to post your job for free. Terms and conditions. Well, you know, those they always apply. Check them out. Okay. All right. 
Jeff, uh, we talked about the Derek White situation coming over to the Celtics um, and the Celtics are on a roll now. Uh, they are in the hunt. As we record this, they are four and a half games out. Um, they were in fifth place. They beat up on a bunch of bad teams. Your thoughts on Derek White coming to Boston? You know, to me, I, I love this trade. I absolutely love this trade because I think it gives the Celtics everything they haven't had. A ball mover, a high IQ player, a guy that doesn't care about his own numbers, a guy that's all about winning the right things. Is he like the end-all, be-all? No. But I don't think you're getting the end-all, be-all, and I think Brad Stevens understood that now. Is You could wait for the offseason, but how many big-time free agents have the Celtics ever attracted? They got Gordon Hayward because of Brad Stevens. They got Al Horford. He wasn't an elite-level free agent. I think Brad Stevens knew you can try to play this lottery game at the end of the year and roll the dice and get a big – but you're not going to do it. So what can I do to improve this team now? That's what he's done with Derek White. He is absolutely perfect for this group, and maybe he helps gel. And and you've already seen it a little bit with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They've been better over the last couple weeks. Now you've got a guy who can play with Marcus Smart. You don't have to play big man ball and try to play Robert Williams and Al Horford together. You go White, Smart, Jalen, Tatum, Robert Williams, it's an elite-level defensive team, and Derek White knows how to play. He makes great decisions. I have to tell you, Jeff, when the deal was made, uh, I was uh, I was unprepared because Derek White has flown under the Bob Ryan radar. I did not know anything about him. I couldn't tell you where he'd gone to college. I find out of the Colorado and all the perambulations and how he got there and playing at the, you know, and all that. And, and, and I looked at my God, he scored 14 points a game last year. My God, he's scoring 15 points a game this year. He's got four, five, four or five assists and he's supposed to be a good defensive player. And he's supposed to be a good team guy. Yeah, yeah. I say, how have I missed? I just have, he, he, I missed him, missed him completely. And I, you know, and now, now that I've seen him, I'm going, why'd they give him up? <laughs> That's my next question. Why'd they give him up? They got infatuated with Richardson or whatever? I know. No, no. They wanted the first round pick, Bob. They wanted the first. So they've got three first round picks. San Antonio's planning for the future, obviously. They're yeah, not yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Derek White's a good player, but I think they feel like, you know, we need to figure this thing out through the draft. Uh, but I, I, again, <laughs> I, I think Derek White's a guy that just fits in well for what the Celtics need. They're not there yet, but I think if you're Brad Stevens, you're looking at it, hey, you know what? We're in that sixth spot. If we draw Cleveland, we, if we avoid Milwaukee, we've got a chance now. We got two all stars. We got a couple guys. And, and I still wonder here's my question. I still wonder if now having Derek White allows you to be able to deal Marcus Smart. Mm. Well, the great, 64, you know, the great question is what, what is this trade value? Who, who loves him? Who loves him? You'd have to, you have to really, you know, have a, a Bob Ryan level of love for Marcus Smart, you know, but be a general manager, you know, and, and uh, because, you know, not everybody, you know, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm an unabashed fan of his. Okay. That's interesting. Um, what I like about what's happening. Okay. I, everybody knows that they've been beating up on bad teams, but they've been beating up on bad teams. They're, they're doing what they should do. This whole thing, this metamorphosis, if you will, has to start somewhere. And you, and you, the way it's starting is that they're winning the games they should win. Beginning of the year, they weren't always doing that. And they're, not only are they winning these games, they're, they're, they're killing people uh, for the most part. And then the last game, they come from halftime, big halftime deficits where 42 points in the third quarter, which is a nice sign to win that game. They, um, 
so I like what they're doing now. The schedule they got Philly coming up immediately. That's that'll be interesting. Good, and but but I like the foundation seems to be being laid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. uh, put well, it. Listen, they're not sellers. I thought they were going to be sellers. They're not sellers. No. You know? So you know, and I, I like the move. I like the move for Brad. I think he made them better. Are they ready to contend for an Eastern Conference title? No, no but they got one piece better. And now, again, can you add another piece in the offseason and go into next year thinking that you have a chance to maybe be an Eastern Conference final type team? Great stuff, guys. Always a pleasure. Well, by the way, one more. Ex- yeah. uh, Jeff, uh, I went to the BC Duke game, and, and of course, Jason was there. Yeah. And uh, someone had a sign, and the sign said, Deuce Tatum, BC 2038. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Deuce is going to no, let him go to VC. I think I he's going to send no. him to Duke. It was funny, though. It was funny. It was you know, funny. And on that note, gentlemen, uh, we'll talk to you next week.